0: Welcome back to the Football Kingdom Podcast. It's officially, we're less than a week from Super Bowl 58. We have a rematch of Super Bowl 54 between the Kansas City Chiefs and San Francisco 49ers. With me, as always, is Tyler Mallon. I'm Brandon Johnson. Let's, uh, Tyler, let's kind of get into how we got here with the Chiefs and 49ers. Okay. So, the 49ers were kind of, in my opinion, I never wavered from them. They were always kind of the favorite for me in the NFC. And the Chiefs, um, while we favored them, I think most people expected them to be favorites. Had a little bit of a rocky season. Um, Wasn't the traditional Chiefs dominance that we have kind of... uh, been accustomed to in the Patrick Mahomes era. Specifically with their offense. Obviously, the big story of the Chiefs season was the you know, the drops, the the penalties on the offensive line, the complete just lack of fundamentals. And then we get to the playoffs and that whole narrative disappears.
1: Yeah, they turn it on, because they've been here before, and that actually matters. Now, there is only seven players that have been on all four Super Bowl teams. Okay, now the Chiefs have obviously only won three of those, but... Yeah, they have seven players who have been there, done that. And then, of course, most of the coaching staff. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, it's not necessarily surprising that the Chiefs, uh, especially the Chiefs fans, come in here to the playoffs and do what they've done. It is surprising that this team did it, you know, because it's, it's, it is a little shocking that they just are completely just flip a switch and they're like, oh, we don't drop passes, and Travis Kelsey's his old self again, <laughs> you know, and here we are, you know, they started the the year super strong, Had a couple weird stumbles like that Denver game early in the year. And then, you know, the rest of the season, just kind of win-loss, win-loss kind of a thing. And But, yeah, they did what they needed to to get in the playoffs and to get the higher seed. And then, yeah, just completely show out so far.
0: Yeah, it has been, you know, we as a podcast and a lot of people that talk about the game, you know, we were kind of in the camp of uh, I don't know if they'll I think they'll win maybe one playoff game, yeah, <laughs> i'm ter- I'm terrified of uh, i'm 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 afraid of buffalo, yeah, man. Baltimore's really good. And
1: <laughs> we didn't really just... feel out about the dolphins,
0: no, the dolphins were uh, I think the word is kind of just fraudulent with them, sure, like they're. Really, also, I think it helped with the Dolphins that the Chiefs had played them already and beat them. Mm -hmm. So you had that, you kind of already had a preview of what that could possibly look like. And the idea that it was just unbelievably cold. So at Arrowhead, yeah. Yeah. But Patrick Mahomes, he's, oh, he's got to go on the road. Uh oh. (laughs) No problem. Never bought that one. Yeah. Chiefs defense in Baltimore. Number, Baltimore, number one seed, best offense in the league. Okay. That's cool. (laughs) Don't care (laughs) because we're a really good defense. (laughs) Right. And here they are for the, and their fourth Super Bowl in uh, five seasons. Yeah. But uh, jumping over, jumping over to the 49ers side of things. Again, a team to me that, I always felt that uh, they were going to be here, especially after the kind of second-half collapse that Philadelphia had because I think Philadelphia mm. was really the only other team that I felt really good about. And San Francisco's whole narrative was, oh, they're, you know, Brock Bruck Purdy, system quarterback, game manager. You know, he's not, he's not good, um, overrated whatever and this is a team that is built to you know they're not built to be able to play from behind they have to play ahead otherwise they're screwed and same as the Chiefs you know having this narrative of having you know this offense stinks and you know they're they're gonna be the reason they lose uh not once but twice the 49ers had to play from behind and Brock Purdy led those drives so 49ers kind of squashed that narrative of, oh, they, they can't play behind. And uh, the deficit that they overcame in against Detroit was massive. So this is a team that, I mean, they're in the Super Bowl. You can't really yeah. discount them.
1: Oh, sure. I don't discount them. I don't think anyone is. <clears throat> but I think that, I mean, you had that Green Bay game, you know, again, not a rookie, <laughs> Jordan Love, but very rookie mistake on that final drive. And honestly, they, they, I was, I don't know, I'll just say they should have won that game because I was rooting for them to win that game. <laughs> you know, it would have been a cooler story, obviously, but um yeah, I mean, that, that absolutely, they were the better team for like 90% of that game, you know, and then I'm just, Kind of pointing to San Francisco, you know, and this will be kind of you know my main narrative here of like they're the they're still the inferior team, even though they have more playmakers. You know the Niners, they absolutely have like a much stronger roster, but they've kind of they've kind of dropped the ball a few times. Um, But like you said, they have came back um, from deficits. So that is what makes them scary. The Lions game, however, I think that's another one where the kind of lesser team, if you will, because of the Niner star power, the Lions, you know, they kind of dropped the ball. Uh, they really did. Like, they just, they had that game in the bag. You know, it was, uh, what, 24 nothing. you know, in the half. Um I think no, they came back and yeah. scored one, but
0: twenty four seven, yeah.
1: Twenty four seven. But you know, I mean all they had to do was just keep trading scores with them. And then honestly, the the Lions kinda had their own mistakes there. You know, there was it really wasn't the superpower of like, you know, the Niners defense that like came back. Um so I don't know, that's kind of those are the points I wanted to make about their last two games and kind of their last three games, honestly, because they lost against the Rams too by one point, and let the Rams into the playoffs, so you know, in the regular season. but yeah, I don't know. They are absolutely deserving of this, and they've came back and scored a ton of points. Um, but you know, they haven't had to play the Chiefs in those situations and in this situation. You know of the Super Bowl. That's <laughs> a completely yeah. different beast.
0: Yeah, this is so. I'm looking at Super Bowl 58. Um, 49ers opening his favorites. Uh, uh, They're minus two, which is basically Crazy. like nothing. It's kind of a pick them
1: two and a half to open, wasn't it? Uh,
0: yes, which it is, was. Okay, and whatever, it, but it was one and a half at one point. But yeah, it's back yeah. At, um, But and so the over under for points is forty seven and a half, which makes sense. Okay. Okay. Makes sense to me. So like looking at the Chiefs, the Chiefs have not given up. I think they gave up like twenty seven points was the most they gave up in a in a game this year. So I don't think this is gonna be I just look back to last year's Super Bowl where it's 38-35. I don't think that's what this game is going to be. I think it's going to be a 24-23, 27-24 type of game that we're looking at. No.
1: No. And yeah, I honestly think both teams will be over 20, you know, <laughs> easily. Um if it is, you know, a, not a blowout by either side which i don't really expect i but yeah I, there 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 is some i can't i'm trying to find it but there was a record of this defense um will be one of like the first team the first defense to hold a team like have every game like you know no nobody scored 30 points or more mm-hmm. or or to never reach 30 points in an entire season. I think that's also because of the 17 weeks. Now, but I can't remember. Regardless, that's a crazy stat. That yeah. this is a this is a different style of defense. Not just one of the better Chiefs defenses, but this is possibly the best in the league this year. Uh,
0: yeah, absolutely incredible defense. I mean, you can literally just look back to the AFC Championship obviously, Le'Jarius Need makes the big play on Zay Flowers, the fumble in uh, the recovery in the end zone for the Chiefs, but also just the like the Chiefs' offense in the second half of that game in the oh, AFC yeah. Championship just disappeared. And again, I think we kind of talked about it last week. Of I don't know if that was just like a game plan of like let's just get out of here or the defense Baltimore's defense, which Baltimore's defense is incredible as well. If they just adjusted and just shut down the chiefs. So mm-hmm. based on that as well, like I don't think the chiefs are, offense is going to come out here and score 35 points. Right. And you have a, a 49ers defense that is pretty dang good too. Yeah. And just kind of sticking with uh, a bad topic, like 49ers defense, obviously I like, traded for chase young earlier this year hasn't been like a huge factor but a good guy to have around obviously Nick Bosa uh Charvarius Charvarius Ward former chief um also All Pro like solid solid team defensively
1: I mean yeah that's that's something yeah I've heard a lot of talk about this last week and I kind of agree with a lot that's been said about how they're you know they've gotten um you know, like you said, uh, uh, sorry, what Chase, uh, what's the name? Yeah. Chase Young. Chase Young. Sorry. Um, and obviously Bosa, but you know, Mahomes, you know, uh, against the Ravens was, he was, uh, making passes within like two or three seconds, you know, completely negating, you know, the need for your, your big, uh, front, you know, rushers, like your Chris Jones type guys. Um, that's where I think that will kinda be negated. Um obviously I think they're, you know, eventually going to get home. But I don't know. The the way Mahomes has played in his career and the way that he studied tape, uh there was a report by um uh give me one a second. Um by Nate Taylor. Where he talked to Mahomes, and he's like, "Yeah, the guy has been rewatching film. The he watches two games a day, and he watched. You know, he's rewatching the same film now, just trying to find the details. You know, that's what he does, and he rewrites his notes, like whatever notes he made on the tape that he watches. Like this is what this guy does, you know. And there's all this talk about how he has like a Super Bowl, um, you know, like schedule now. Like he just he just goes into what he's already been to, like three times before. You know, this is just him. He's going to, you know, pick apart your defense. And, of course, the game plan, I think, is going to be a heck of a lot stronger than, you know, their their kind of blitzing that they're going to bring with Bosa. Because, I don't know, Bosa, he got really close, especially on that Wasp play. I think he was super close. And I feel like he watches that and was like, I was right there. How the heck did I not make that play? And that's yeah. been haunting him. And I feel like <laughs> that could also, you know, motivate him just a little bit extra.
0: Yeah. And, and I think a big story. And Nick Bose was actually asked about it this week like, oh, well, what do you think about yeah. the Chiefs offensive line? And his response was literally, well, they hold a lot. And he's right. He's right, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but... uh, that is something that we'll have to watch for. Is that going to be a story? Well, because the offensive line, like I said, they've been pretty disciplined in the playoffs. So is Jawan right. Taylor and Donovan Smith like just going to kind of fall back into their old ways and get a bunch of holding calls, or are they going to mm-hmm. be able to, to hold back that push?
1: You're right. Um, yeah, you're, you're absolutely not wrong there. But uh, yeah, I don't like all of this weird... <laughs> like whining from the Niners, you know, from ownership on down, you know, has been kind of like, OK, it's been kind of like a loser mentality, quite honestly. You know what I mean? Like they they've just really they've whined about their field. Yeah. Whined about the holding calls. Uh, I don't know. It's it is a lot of like week, you know, the early week of the Super Bowl, you know, kind of trash talk, you know, or lack thereof. But to me, I, I don't know. I feel I just keep going back to like, Chiefs have been here. They're so much more experienced. The Niners, you know, it just there's been so many things about. There's so many um, um. You know, so much of it has been a loser mentality. All right, yeah. So
0: let's uh let's hop over to I mean the Forty ers offense. So. Obviously, Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, both were in MVP consideration for most of the season. I think when uh, NFL honors happen, I think we're going to see Lamar Jackson take that award home. But a, this is a star-studded offense. You have, obviously, Brandon Ayuk, who has really come into his own. George Kittle, and a lot of people like to debate that Kittle's better than... Travis Kelsey, which is nonsense, respectfully, <laughs> yeah.
1: and uh,
0: uh, yeah, and Debo Samuel,
1: yeah, man, it's like i said multiple times already. It's they're they're just filled with star power, and that that is kind of their X factor. That that's kind of where they can separate themselves, and why they've gotten to where they are. You know, it's I mean, quite honestly, it's been Debo Samuel <laughs> a lot of it. You know, Christian McCaffrey is probably the other half of that. And then it's just Purdy just finding just spreading the ball around to whoever the heck he wants. And if it ain't there, he's running. You know? And that's kind of where I see this the Spags X factor come in. You know, the Spags and the in the defense is really where I'm kinda riding or dying here on this whole game, quite honestly. Like, the Chiefs are on offense, and Mahomes are going to take care of themselves, I think. They'll be just fine. If the defense can't stop, you know, Brock Purdy in this offense, that, that'd that be the only way I see them losing this game, quite honestly. Because I I feel like Chris Jones has this, this way of just being this— uh, he just always has this perfect timing of, like, when you need him— to make a big stop, a big strap, big sack, or a big strip sack, or a batted pass, he just, how does he do that every time? He just always has perfect timing to blow up the play when you need him on third and long or whatever. You know, he just has that weird timing, you know, and it's perfect. Karlaftis has been getting home, you know, a lot more recently. You know, that whole defense is just on fire. Then you've got the cornerbacks, you know? They're, they're going to be shut down machines against uh, these amazing receivers. I think that's really going to be the difference, you know, as far as the, their offense goes. I think the the Chiefs still kind of edge out, even though they have these amazing, so many playmakers.
0: Well, yeah, there there's nothing this season with the defense that makes me feel like all of a sudden, I mean, 40, the 49ers are one of the best offenses in the league, but I, again, like... The Chiefs' defense, like, their identity is not just going to change because of that. So, like, you have, you already mentioned Chris Jones, but Trent McDuffie, all pro. LeJarrius Sneed probably should have been all pro.
1: Um, <laughs> Dude, can we take just one second? I, I was shocked when you said that last episode. I didn't realize. I didn't know that. I don't really pay attention to the Pro Bowl stuff, but, like, that's amazing, right? Like, that's a huge snub.
0: Oh, Yeah. It's. I think for me, I think what it probably is is they didn't want to put two uh, Chiefs cornerbacks in as all pro. I think that's what <laughs> it is. But also, I think Indeed. that Lejarius Need um, he kind of was like had that fifteen yard penalty price of doing business penalty every uh, yeah every game, and I think that probably hurt him because like. If you were a betting man, you could be like, all right, there's going to be one one Legarius Need penalty this game and you're going to be like, what the heck was that? And then he's yeah. going to be awesome the rest of the the rest of the way. But Trent McDuffie has been just kind of like quietly great. We've gotcha. we've spent the whole season talking about Legereus Need and then Trent McDuffie first team all pro while I was shocked. I kind of kind of sat back and thought about it. and I was like, no, that that makes sense. Um but okay. George George Karloftis, really great second season. Right. Uh, Nick Bolton, Willie Gay. I mean, I don't need to spend a ton of time on them. They're both great. Uh, I think they'll be missing. They'll obviously be missing Charles Amenehu. That's a big blow. He tore his ACL in the AFC mm-hmm. Championship game. He was great. He came off that, obviously, he had that six-game suspension, uh, but came into the second half of the season and was just f- amazing. So... I think there will be an absence there, but just all of the other uh, people that I've named and also like the people that have just kind of stepped up when they needed to. I think of uh, just last week, Deion Bush. Hey, man, oh, you yeah. got to go in <laughs> and interception, <laughs> interception in the end zone. Like, I don't know. I don't think it was his first play, but it was like one of his first five plays.
1: Yeah, or a second. Yeah, it was. Yeah. He just got in there,
0: so like the they have the depth as well to make you feel good. And I also failed to mention Drew Tranquil. He's been a great addition yes. to the Chiefs' defense.
1: Well, think about um, last Super Bowl. You know, you had Nick Bolton, who could have been an MVP. You know, he had one play taken away from him because it was I a think a pass or something. Whatever. I that think was. if that
0: scoop and score or whatever it was doesn't get taken away, he probably yeah. wins. He probably wins MVP
1: of that right. game. I mean, he had three plays that were game changing, and one got taken away from him. And he's still out there. He could still, he's just a, another guy that's a part of this insane defense. And of course, I mean, Tranquil has been, man, when they, we'll get into that in the offseason, but when they signed him, I was like, oh, that, he's a pretty good player, right? And then just all the articles were like, this is a huge get for the Chiefs. And there yeah. was somebody in the last two days you know, um, this the whole Super Bowl media day they were like, yeah, the Chiefs were shocked that they were, you know, the the uh, the bolts let him go. But um yeah, like you said, yeah, the, their their linebackers, you know, against um a George Kittle is pretty big. Their run defense hasn't been super strong, especially after you know, losing Naughty. Um, so there might be a little bit to gain there because the bills showed that you could do it, the Ravens didn't even try, you know. So that could be a big what (laughs) the
0: Ravens I still, yeah, what are we doing, (laughs) Ravens?
1: I don't know, (laughs) but now we won't know until let's see if the Niners can be like, Here you go, Ravens, like this is how you should have done it, you know. (laughs) And they just run all over the Chiefs, and it's embarrassing, but I, yeah, that'll happen, but uh.
0: I do, I do worry about what Christian McCaffrey could possibly right. do. But when I think of Brandon Ayuk or Debo Samuel, I just kind of think of like AJ Brown and Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, and That's how none of those players were able to do much of anything. Stephon Diggs, Stephon Diggs, yeah.
1: yeah. So uh, yeah, you're making me feel even better. I was already super confident. Now I'm like. I feel even even better against these ridiculously, I mean, those two, Ayuka and Debo, I mean, my God, those two are some of the greatest receivers, and yeah, I might see them shut down, I don't think that's going to happen, they just, they have the ability like the Chiefs, like the yards after catch, you know, that's all they've been, really, is Debo, they've been extremely successful at it, you know like it's not a like it's not an accident that they've just gotten that many yards after catch like they're just that good,
0: oh yeah, of course I mean, about the chiefs they have their own yak machine and Rasheed rice who <laughs> obviously sure. he's not he's a, was a great rookie and he was one of the really lone bright spots as in regards to the wide receivers on the chiefs this season uh and really has a bright future um in this league and could potentially come into next season on the Chiefs as the number one wide receiver. I I think he's earned it at this point. Um but yeah, she Rice and then obviously Isaiah Pacheco is just a monster and it's kind of sticking with the running backs. I I have liked how they've utilized Clyde edwards Alaire mm-hmm. in the back half of the season. So I like the kind of the the tandem that they've built there. Unfortunately, it doesn't sound like Jarek McKinnon. He was his 21-day window kind of op- or it opened up. Uh coming off IR, doesn't sound like he's going to play. Um which stinks cuz he's a red zone machine. Yeah.
1: I was excited to hear that he was off and he could have a chance. To come back but yeah this is <clears throat> tuesday night here and I hey, don't it, yeah it's sounding like yeah he's not going to be able to 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 come back in time at full strength essentially so
0: yeah and uh i know offensive line we don't talk much about it but it's same story with joe tooney it sounds like he likely won't play uh but nick allegretti mm-hmm. came in last week and was absolutely fantastic. So yeah. I really am not all that concerned with having to have uh, Nick Allegretti come in and play left guard next week. So that's good to see. But obviously Travis Kelsey, I mean, don't really need to say anything else um, when you're in the same conversation as Jerry Rice, as far as the playoffs are concerned. <laughs> right. And then uh, we haven't even mentioned uh, number 15, Patrick Mahomes, who's, you know, going for ring number three this week. And last year, won a Super Bowl on one leg, so.
1: <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like, that alone. I mean, that is a huge, and there's there was so much, and because people keep bringing it up, you know, on uh, the old X, but uh, there's been so much talk about, like, the field conditions last year, and I'm like, that goes to even more to say that Mahomes is that good. As bad as that field was, or as they as the Eagles claimed it was, you know, Mahomes seemed just fine on one leg. (laughs) Okay. That's that's, how good he is.
0: That's the difference, kind of going back to what you said about 49ers and complaining, complaining, complaining. Same as Eagles, losers mentality. Right. Like you played on the same field as the Chiefs did in last year's Super Bowl. It's not like. They brought out a different. They're like, all right, now the Chiefs are on offense. We're going to go over here. Like, you know, we all play together. And, right. uh, but this is, I, I think, I think it's going to be an incredible game. I know, <laughs> I know, like, there's Chiefs fatigue and America was kind of rooting for the Lions, yes. but these are the best teams and they're going to go head to head. And, you know, obviously only one can uh, come out on top.
1: Yeah, man, if it's here, I'll say this. If it's down to Mahomes three times Super Bowl champ or two uh, multiple MVPs and versus Brock Purdy, I mean, who you got? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's so much talk about all this. And I'm like, listen. They, they, anything could happen, any given Sunday, as always. But, I mean, come on. They've been here, done that, and they've only shown... Now, I was going to say this earlier, but, you know, there, uh, when we were talking about kind of the lead-up, you know, the Chiefs coming into the playoffs, all the drops and things, that just did, disappeared. And now, I feel like this, it's a completely different team, completely filled with confidence. You know, and those drops and all that stuff, I don't think that's going to come back. I don't think there's a, anyone's afraid that that's going to be a factor of like, oh, that might still happen and that, that could be a, a difference in this game. It's like, I don't see it. You know, like MVS made that game ending catch. He's filled with confidence. Like they have Mahomes as their QB. It's like, all I got to do is follow his lead. And obviously, the coaching staff, everyone believes in them. They've been there, done that. And, it's like, how how could you possibly pick against him?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, MBS, actually, yeah, the last two weeks has made great catches. And oh, I, yeah. I think, you know, drop King, Kadarius, Tony, I doubt he's oh, even, even going to play.
1: Yeah. Reed was like, we'll see. That was his quote. <laughs> like, we'll see if he's going to play. Because he is practicing. Okay. They're obviously not going to not play him if he's healthy or, you know, have him there. Uh, I don't think they would go so far as a healthy scratch or something like they did Edwards-Alaire last year, but um, I don't think he gets any... I hope he doesn't get any playtime, quite honestly, because <laughs> him I don't trust. He has He hasn't been around, and who the heck knows. He is very dangerous. You get the ball in his hands in another way, some jet sweeps or something, let's go, but I don't really trust him catching passes because he's going to be throwing up interceptions for the other team.
0: I think at this point... You've shown you've done all this without him. You've shown you don't need him. And out exactly. of like out of everything that Clyde had, or that Kadarius Tony has done as a chief, it was, you know, it was in last year's Super Bowl. And he's just been kind of right. a, he's just been kind of a negative this year. So.
1: Yeah. And then the the weird Instagram thing, which he denied, which is like, OK, guy. You got hacked. That's a story. He literally got hacked, is yeah, what he's saying. He's <laughs> so, gonna
0: you're gonna find yourself looking for a new place to play this offseason. That's what you're doing, right? But no, this is uh this is gonna be an absolutely incredible game. Um, NFL season just flies by every year, and Super Bowl is finally here, and. Yeah, Sunday can't come soon enough.
1: You want to pick a score?
0: Yeah, I uh, I like the Chiefs. Really? <laughs> I do like the Chiefs. Okay, <laughs> shocker, I'm huh? Sure,
1: where we you're going there?
0: <laughs> do you think I was gonna pick the Niners? <laughs> I like the Chiefs, and I like. 27-24,
1: Chiefs. Okay. Um, Let's see. I also like the Chiefs, if you didn't know. I'm going 33-27. Let's get some extra field goals in there for my man, buttkicker.com. <laughs> hey.
0: Wait, what? You know, what was that game? Where road, six
1: field goals or whatever?
0: Was that, uh, that wasn't in the division all around, was it, or in the wild card round, was it?
1: Mm, I, uh, I don't remember.
0: <laughs> I don't remember either. He, he did that uh, though.
1: It's, it's, long, it's insane. You know, long story short, he's been money this year. Right. We're giving him 33. We're getting to get a little extra three points in there for Harrison.
0: I like it. Well, that is all we have. For this week, Um, we'll be back to recap the Super Bowl next week. Hopefully celebrating a Chiefs win, but either way, I know it's going to be a great game and either one of these teams deserve it. Absolutely. See you next week.